Nothing funny, just a very eerie day. I think I saw a car do like a 720 in front of me, over a wall and over a motorcycle. If you can't hear the music, you're watching. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, you can hear the song. If uh, you're just watching, we just can't play music because they'll flag us. But you can listen to it on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And um, you can enjoy the track. I changed it. It's Kasabian. Kasabian Lava One. What's going on, beautiful people? I just cannot figure out where I want the microphone today. I'm so sorry. I really apologize. So, it's I'm. My name's Xavier Lavo. Welcome to the Xavier Lavo Show. And I sound like I'm mad far. Welcome to the Xavier Lavo Show, live from Las Vegas. This is episode, I think it's 224. Is it 224? Can somebody confirm? Susan? Susan! 224. It's episode 224. We're live from Las Vegas. My name's Xavier Lavo, and I would like to welcome everyone to the show today. Uh, I'll be your host, Xavier, with talent on loan from God. That's how my mentor used to say it, and I think that shit was cold, and I think I might have to use that. Shout out to Rush. That is, that's just such a cold. Talent on loan from God. Bro, that is deep. It's deep, deep, deep. What's going on? It's Monday. I'm going to be honest with you. Something's happening. I don't know. I really don't know. Like I'm honestly at a loss for words. I can honestly tell you that now... I'm scared because I think something is really happening. The city went completely dark today. It was the most eerie thing. Like, I'll get into it. Well, let's talk about what's going on today. Uh, I want to tell you a story about this agent, this Airbnb agent that I met. And I think it's it's a good story. We should definitely talk about this. Ethics has a lot to do with what you do. Um, let's talk about Australia. And I want... <laughs> A fair warning, Australia is terrifying, and the news is not telling everything, which, I mean, no one should be surprised, but, um, why do I feel like it's so far away? My bad, y'all. It's that, I, we rearranged the whole thing, and it's just not, it's not sitting where I thought it would. Anyway, that don't make no sense. So we're going to talk about Australia and what's going on out there. You know, it, again, it's like a, it's a fair warning to what can happen here in America. Also, we'll talk about Kanye and Drake. What is happening? What is with the nastiness? You shouldn't do what was done, and we're going to talk about it. Also, let's talk about Sicaria and what happened with her in this race. I mean, it was really interesting. And is Jay-Z, Beyonce, and Boscow working together to, like, rip apart, like, classic artwork? Or what's, what's the real beef? Why are people so upset at them? All that and, like, tons of more. So... I'm on the strip, meeting people. Now, the strip isn't necessarily the best place for business. If you have, Apologies. wow, let me uh, 
Sorry, that's Siri. And yes, she's Australian, and we'll be talking about where she's from. Um, but yeah, while while being on the strip and uh, perusing the Las Vegas Strip, it's not the easiest place to try and start a real estate conversation. I'm not saying you can't start one, but it's a little difficult because people are one, they're they're on vacation or they're just transient, they're just here for the weekend and whatnot. So a lot of people aren't necessarily thinking about buying a home, but you never know. You know, you might reach something. Uh, I I myself I, I like to do it differently, but you know I tell everybody every day what I do. It's it's something that I I have like a, a stride for, right? Like tell five people every day you're a realtor. Uh, I stick to that, and I think it works very well. So I meet this uh, real estate investor, and I say, oh, "Okay, what do you invest in?" And uh, she said she's a Airbnb. She basically finds homeowners and then puts their stuff on Airbnb or. Um, hooks up people with uh, Airbnbs. You know, like she she facilitates the Airbnb being leased or Airbnb. I don't even know what you would call it an Airbnb when it's rented out, but whatever. So that's cool. As an agent, I don't do that. Don't really care for Airbnb. We live in Las Vegas. It's kind of sacrilegious to even think that we would offer Airbnbs when we have the best and the finest hotels in the world, right? Why would Airbnb even be a thing? And they're very affordable. The amenities... The everything, like, listen, let, let's not even play. The strip is the strip. Like, you can't, th- there's no, um, there's no other place like that. For someone to say that Airbnbs are doing really well in this town because people can't find rentals blows my mind. So we, we begin to talk, and she's saying about uh, that she did very well during a recession. She just came out from California, and she was helping people that were in need for rentals because they couldn't get rentals because of, you know, the COVID restrictions and the the rent requirements, which are very high. And I talked about them before. You know, most people are looking for, what, 600 credit, or no, it's actually like almost a 700 credit score now. Most homes are, at, or most homeowners are requiring seven plus, uh, three times the amount of rent. Some are asking for five times the amount of rent. It's almost impossible. A lot of homes in this town are now overpriced. And I'm honestly like our market is just a bit higher than what we thought it would be. So it's just it's very hard to move around in. But it can you can negotiate. Things can work. And, you know, if you have a good agent like myself, we can get you in a place and hopefully reasonably. Now, when she says that she was helping people with the Airbnb, that bothers me because I don't see how. Charging people an absorbent amount of rent because they don't qualify for a regular apartment is justification as or, or not even justification, but qualified as help. I mean, yeah, it was a small band aid, but it didn't fix the problem. Like, you know, the real problem would be permanent housing. But if I mean, you have to turn a profit. Your Airbnb can't be cheaper than what rent costs per month because you would just rent it out and have a lease, a steady 12 month lease. I don't understand where you say that you help people like it blows my mind to think that you think that that's helping people by overcharging them and not facilitating them to a proper agent, uh, a realtor, a broker, a loan officer, somebody that can get them real information and get them somewhere uh, secure because an Airbnb is not secure. Not not in my eyes. I don't know if uh, if you look at it differently, but no, I don't think that my clientele should be dealing with something that's so temporary, temporary. And I don't do little vacation spots like i'd rather sell you a home or get you somewhere to rent but uh, airbnb that doesn't really it it just it it doesn't spark my interest sorry i just don't care but you know she went on to say all these things and i I was just blown away like 
you got to know where you're fishing. You know what I'm saying? Like, the job's the job. You want to get yourself out in front of everybody that is qualified. Like, sales is easy. Sales is the easiest job, and it's honestly the most rewarding job, right? But here's the catch. You have to know your clientele and your audience. Like, that simple. If you don't know who you're dealing with, you're really not... uh, Not even who you're dealing with. If you don't know what they need, then how are you going to sell them anything? It's it's honestly the easiest shit. When I sold furniture, when I had my furniture stores and everything was going great, right? It was so simple to sell because when people walked in, it's like, what do you want? It's either you need a sofa, bed, a dinette set. You need something. You didn't walk in here because you don't know what you need. You may want to browse, but you do need something. You see what I'm saying? It's a need, so it's easy to sell. It's just a matter of justifying the price to them. When you sell a home or you rent a space, I mean, the the, the honest to God truth, they'll pick it for you, but their finances is what dictates things. Either way, going back to this Airbnb agent, I think she needs to go to school, do better, and learn how to be a fiduciary to her clientele. I don't, And I don't really know who her clientele is because if she's in between helping the owners make money and see i don't know to me it doesn't make any sense anyway um it was just i'm just blown away that you think that that's help i don't see how that's help how do you even how how do you i don't know i don't know i can't qualify as a help and that blew me away uh driving through the strip uh we was leaving three something o'clock and it's eerily dead out there like, we had mad events this weekend. We had WWE. They had a, a boxing match, Manny Pacquiao. There was basketball shit going on. I mean, there was so many. Like West Side Gunner was out here. Bro, so many things going on. And the city's crickets. Is it the vid? Who knows? I'm kind of scared. Like, for real, it's so eerie. Like, everywhere we went today was, like, packed but dead, bro. It was mad quiet. Like, for a Monday morning, it's usually buzzling. But is it buzzling or bustling? Bustling? Bustling about? But either way, that shit wasn't today at all. Like, it looked like something happened. Like, it felt like somebody died. Like, it was weird. It's a very weird day. So as I'm going on the freeway, right, I thought I saw a kerfuffle up ahead. And as I'm looking at this kerfuffle up ahead, I go, that looks scary. I've been watching this stupid channel, uh, Tesla Cams, Wham Bam Tesla Cams. Um, I really don't even know why I'm so obsessed with the stupid wham bam Tesla cams, but I, I fuck with them heavy. And when I get my Tesla, I will be sending that dude all my tapes. But anyway, I watch these damn videos of accidents and, and I'm watching the smoke and dust and whatever's happening in like slow motion. Like my brain just went. <clears throat> I'm in a part of the freeway that's off the freeway, but on the freeway, if that makes any sense. It's uh, like an auxiliary road, and then it just leads you to another exit, but you go parallel along the freeway, and you're doing freeway speeds, but you're divided by a, a center divider, and it's two lanes over here, and there's like seven lanes to the left of you. Right. I was in the, the closest lane to the wall. Bro, all I saw was smoke, and then two headlights facing me, and they were just going, boom. I shit you not over a motorcycle in a car the motorcycle slides off he's good the car goes flat I'm like holy shit and I, I bitched up I literally looked over and I was like oh my god what the hell is this I was shitting my pants because I ain't never seen nothing like that in front of me and like I froze up I can't even lie there was mad people there like that that wasn't like it wasn't like nobody was there and I just like I wasn't like Phil Collins and shit but bro 
I just, I've been off all day, all day. Like, I really, I'm not even, like, completely honest. I, 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 I'm just been so shaken by it because a lot of my anxiety is driven from my car accidents. So I have, you know, I get the, the flashbacks, man, that PTSD is real. It, it, it affects you. You know what I mean? I hope that person's okay. And I hope that the people that helped are rewarded uh, significantly because they were better than me. I shit myself, bro. That was shit. Every oh man, that shit was nuts. Br Brendan Schaub just saved like three kids out of a car, burning car, and like solved the murder. Shout out to Brendan Schaub, yo. Oh, shout out to my uncle Joey too. Uh, I, yo, reach out to your family and and try to make things right. You know, there's a lot of misunderstandings. Not a lot of misunderstandings, but, you know, sometimes you have misunderstandings. And, and I mean, I'm at a point in my life where I'm just like, listen, I'm just being the bigger person. And I just want my family around because there's history in my family that I don't know about. But today's show is sponsored and always held down by Hemper. Head over to Hemper.co. You can save me live at checkout. Get you some money saved. Last month was a Space Jam box. This month is a Rubber Ducky box. And I showed it a couple episodes back. We're going to update the the ad but head over to hemper.co you can save me in live what check out also head over to popple popple is a digital business card why is it popple's a digital business card and in the post-corona world you really don't want to hand out business cards like this is perfect you just got to tap the phone and it takes them to a landing page now in that landing page uh you can change your pictures and you can change all your links and rearrange them and it literally directs them right to Anything you want them to see first, your YouTube, your Instagram. As a business person, this is definitely something you would want to get. It's affordable. And if you use Kasabian Live at checkout, you save 20%. So head over to popple.co, use Kasabian Live and save 20%. And I mean, they're customizable and like they're super totally cute. And you would totally want a super totally cute one. Um, So Australia is... Australia is exactly what I never want to see happen here in the United States. Okay? And I'm going to be completely honest with you. I don't think that, I don't think that, I guess it's not miss, it's not, I don't know. It just scares the shit out of me. And I'll tell you why. The news isn't really saying everything. Like if you go on Instagram, this is why I love the internet, right? If you go on Instagram, you'll see videos from Australia and it looks like the riots that we were having here last summer. It looks insane. Why? Because they're locking everybody in their house and telling them they can't fucking go nowhere. They're chasing people down with helicopters and shit, like shooing them in their house. They're letting out, fine. they're fining people. They're extorting people's money to keep them home. Look at the doc, Sabian. Focus on the doc. Now, in America, that shit would never happen. We're going to go crazy and they're going to slow down and back up. In Australia, that's not how it works. They don't got no First Amendment. They don't have any rights like we do. They literally are at the mercy of their government. There's no guns there. The only people that have guns is their government. The people that live there are just at their mercy. Bro, they're being chased by helicopters. Let's read what the Times had to say because I was very intrigued because I've been seeing the videos. It's insane. Same thing with Cuba. They God forbid they tell you the real story in Cuba. Watch it on Instagram, SOS Cuba. It shows you everything that's going on. All right, so this is great police arrest hundreds of anti-lockdown protesters australian cities today as sydney rec recorded his largest single damn it why is it so small my bad my little teleprompter thing is mad saw uh mad small sydney recorded his largest single day rise in cases of covid19 mounted police in melbourne like they're literally going around on horses by the way mounted police in melbourne use pepper spray to repel crowds of more than four thousand advocating upon 
What? Oh, advancing upon the line. I can't read. We already know this. In Sydney, riot police prevent smaller groups from. All right. You know what? Y'all really going to stop pulling the hardest fucking words in the world. Congregating. Why does congregating look like that? And how come I don't know how to say congregating? Like, I don't know why I play myself. Sydney reported 633 new cases on Wednesday. The biggest daily rise since the beginning of the pandemic in the southwest in the new South Wales, Australia's most popular state. <sighs> That's a mouthful. Pause. The previous highest was 478 on Monday. Well, that was pretty fast. Total of 894 COVID cases were reported today in the whole country. So they have a hot spot and they don't know how to maintain. Like they're losing their fucking minds. And I'm so sorry for butchering that. But when I edit it, it's going to look so dope. So don't even worry about it. Just rewatch that part later. Uh, Sydney is the biggest city with more than 5 million people. Oh, yeah. By the way, Australia is as big as the United States, but it, it only has like the population of California. Just keep that in mind. It's not, it's huge. Yes. Most of it is barren. People don't live all in that outback with the dungarees and the fucking kangaroos and shit, but it is as big as the United States and that should be kept in mind. And I believe Texas has the same economy GDP as Australia. Just, these are small things that you should just keep in mind. Australia is also a place where they don't have any guns and they've also had a bunch of mass shootings where they have no guns. Was Australia or is that uh, New Zealand? My bad. Let me take that one back. I'm going to retract. I'm going to redact that one. Excuse me. Because I don't think I said that one right. Some One of them, New Zealand or Australia, don't got guns. And it went crazy out there. I'm pretty sure it's Australia too. It's both. Um, so even though this story is telling you what's going on, it's not. They're saying that they're doing it to protect everyone. And honestly, where's the freedom? They really don't have any. Police patrol Sydney streets. Police, this is so nicely said. Police patrolled Sydney streets, blocked private and public transport in the city central law, in the city center to lower the number of people that got in unauthorized quarantine protest. So they're protesting that they don't want to be locked in the house. The police are chasing them down. They're on helicopter. They're on horse in helicopters, cars. They're macing, pepper spraying people. And then they're literally blocking off everybody else from even coming there. Like, yo. What world do we live in that that's a thing? Pray for Australia, if that's what y'all say. Just 50% of the world is ran by dictators. That's something that, you know, we fail to learn in school. Or I guess it's just not, it doesn't get, uh, I have a lot of problems with, with teachers that don't know how to teach the essence of this country and what freedom means and what it means to, to live in, in a society where we have choices, right? They always make it seem like it's the worst of the worst, and that's bullshit. 50% of the world is ran by dictators, and they are neither a socialist or communist or dictatorship uh, type of, um, what the fuck is the word I'm thinking? I'm drawing a complete blank right now. But either way, 50% of the world is like that. The other half has some type of democracy. Some. Not as well as ours. This was an experiment, and it worked. I never want to be like Europe. They can't figure it out. This shit is great here. Listen, we have had the right to talk. We've changed the world. Like, I, we were just talking about hip-hop's birthday. Hip-hop is everywhere because of us. The whole world loves hip-hop. Like, the American dream don't change. It's still here. Why aren't we taught this? It is terrifying to think that in Australia right now, the police are flying around in fucking helicopters and horses and pepper spraying people, telling them to go inside. You can't leave your house. This shit is getting old. I'm scared that shit could happen here, but we going to fight back. We got guns. Like, that's what I hate about this, because then it sounds like I'm crazy. And I'm like, I'm not. I hate this whole shit sounds crazy. I know it does. All I'm saying is that 
the idea that the Australian government is saying that for the betterment of the people, they need to do what we say by force or by fucking mania, the way we say it in Spanish. You're going to do what we say, a la cañona. You're going to get in the house or we're going to pepper spray you or run you down. And, and you have no fucking say so. They're all over the Internet going crazy. And you read articles like this and you go, well, that's not that bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is sweet. This ain't that bad. These people are crazy. Like, it, there's no way you can tell me it's not that bad. It's, it, it, it's there's something unique about having freedom. Hold on. I knew it was going to happen. My bad. There's something unique about having freedom and being able to observe what it's like to not have freedoms. We have the Internet and it gives us an open view into other worlds and we just don't seem to appreciate what we have here. And I think it's pretty disgraceful that we're not able to convey that message to our children so that they're able to understand that. And they're more grateful for just being lucky to be born here. Like, I don't care. You, we are very lucky to be born here. A majority of the millionaires, all the wealth in the world, the smartest people, the this, the that, everything is from here. Like, wh why would you not want to be from here? Now, with that being said, I'm not taking away wherever you're from. I'm just letting you know that I'm proud to be from America. I'm a Puerto Rican. They stole us, too. Logan Paul the other day was saying that he has a fetish for collections. And I said, all white people love collecting shit. That's all y'all do. It's not a bad thing. It's just what white people do. He collects Pokemon and shit. That's cool, man. Just don't collect people and we good. With that being said, I don't even know why we even went down that road, but I just thought that was funny. Uh, Logan was like, oh, I have this weird fucking obsession with collecting. Yeah, it's a thing, dog. Like, white folks like collecting shit. And that's going to lead us to the Beyonce and Jay-Z story because I think that there's a lot to this collecting thing and wealth. But we'll get to that when we get to that. Let's talk about Kanye and Drake. So, Kanye is on a rip. Like, yo, he has... He's off his rocker right now when it comes to Drake. It's, this is not even a joke. If those text messages are real, if the him dropping the address is real, if all that shit is really... If you don't know, Kanye West last night dropped Drake's address. He doxed Drake. He just dropped the address and then he dipped. With no, no, for no rhyme or reason, no nothing. He just dropped his shit and, and, and then deleted it like nothing happened. Bro, why? Like, what is really happening? I wish I really knew what the beef was because I'm trying to see if... uh. Nah, I'm really trying to see what the uh, I'm really trying to see what the beef is. I'm so confused. Like, why is Kanye so mad? And then why is Drake seemingly poking at him to get the re like Drake wants the beef. He wants all the smoke. But where is it going and where is it leading to? Because like they're not going to fight. So what are they going to do? What are they going to battle music? Like, I don't understand where, where it goes from here, but. What is Kanye on? That shit is nasty. You should never drop anybody's address. Like, I think privacy is a real big, big deal. And privacy is something that we seem to not have with each other. Uh, I, what, two years ago, three years ago, I was like, listen, I'm not posting my shit no more. Like, I'm not going to show you where I'm at. I'm not going to show you my kids. I'm not going to show you nothing. It's, it's not healthy to continuously not only overexpose, but you don't deserve everybody's every single moment. Like, that should be like it should be an honor to see so much of somebody's family of somebody's life and at some point in time like that line got blurred and just basically erased it's almost like you must see no 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 i'm going to show you but this comes with respect and 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 you know some type of at least decency to understand that i, I there's no need like yo we should all be 
very aware of our privacy and understand that allowing people in our lives, I mean, that's a great honor. That should be, you know, held uh, fucking, bro, you gave away my address. Drake hasn't even shown his bedroom. Like, let that sink in. Like, that's how private he is. Like, I agree with him. No phones upstairs. Like, that's a big deal. So, have you been watching the internet? Are you sitting on the couch? No, I'm playing. But look, the Ghetto Olympics are in full swing. So, if you got crates, I think it's 32 crates. There's a lady in the Bronx right now. She's selling the crates. New York City's going crazy. Uh, Lil Boosie's going crazy. I saw YK Osiris almost get split in two. I have seen guys in jail on iPhones. I'm not snitching. The shit's on the internet. So, I'm just reporting it back. It's on No Jumpers page. There's dudes... And they're doing the challenge. I mean, the Olympics are in full swing. Shorty has done it twice in heels and without. And I think she's the GOAT. And then uh, Bradley Martin was bench pressing or some shit and eating a bowl of cereal. If you're not watching this shit, you, yo, I'm glad that the internet has gone back to dumb shit. Like, we needed a fucking break. Thank you to whoever came up with this. Now, the next thing is going to be like a food challenge. Some bullshit y'all going to eat. Or some dumbass dance. But I'm, I'm here for it. Let's keep doing this type of stuff. I appreciate this. This is definitely something that we need. Oh, yeah, and if you haven't, go watch the Baddies reunion. I'm like the official spokesperson for Zeus. If you didn't know, my name is Kasabian Lavo. I don't work for Zeus yet, but I like all that ghetto-ass shit. So let me say it again so I can use this as a drop. My name is Kasabian Lavo, and I don't work for Zeus, but I like Zeus. And I like all the ghetto and all the ratchet shows they got. So make sure you check out the Baddies reunion because that was great. Cut. Uh, you see what I'm saying? Now I could use that as a uh, as a drop for them because I'm trying to get a plug over there at uh, Zeus. Go watch the Baddies reunion. It's the funniest shit I've ever seen. And I'm going to tell you something. I do love the channel, but we need to work on the reunions. And Jason Lee's petty as shit. Go to his page. He's funny as fuck. I've been name dropping all show. I'm just showing y'all how nosy I've been. And, and I'm, in these, I'm in these streets. They're gross. I'm getting better at this, I think. I don't know. How about y'all tell me in the comments if you like what you see, like and subscribe, and hit the bell and tell people about the page. Head over to klavo.com and check out the stuff. Saturday, this Saturday, is uh, the launch of the radio show. Basically, what we're doing with the radio show, if you didn't know, uh, it's going to be about an hour long, and it'll have sample songs because they don't let us play the full song because uh, it's still streamed. So there's a bunch of legalities, but nonetheless, we have a license to play the music. So I'm going to have shows that will basically have a vibe. You know, each one will put you in a different space. And I want to give information because I feel like if we're going to have fun, we might as well learn and, and let's get something out of it. Right. So it'll be uh, riding with Kasabian. You could ride shotgun. We're going to have a couple people that come in with us and, and curate playlists. And we'll have rides with them and conversations with them, as well as talk about cars and give you more history and facts on vehicles. I love cars. And this is the first time that I'm able to express myself in not only one of my passions, but two of my passions mixed in with a new passion. And this is like a big four-way passion. Like, this is a soup kitchen of passion, okay? So, Saturday, most likely it'll be ready by Saturday morning. It's not live. It's just going to be on Spotify and on Anchor. But head over there and check it out. Hopefully y'all enjoy it. Hopefully you learn something and, and you get to know the sexy Lavo voice. But no visuals. This is just all audio. This is for driving. This is for when you're going to a club. This is for when you have a long road trip. You got to go to the gym. You got to get psyched out. You want to go. Whatever the case is, just trust me. I'm going to set the vibe. Let me see if I could do this. I'm very, very excited that this is a thing. Now, I know we were talking about the Olympics, so it was like this like side race that popped off this weekend where Sakaria Richardson was supposed to rep us, and she was the dead last 
person. It seems like the fame got to her. That's all I can say. Uh, when it comes to sports, especially sports like this, there's always somebody that's more hungry than you. Don't let this type of stuff go to your head. Like the fame that she got for whatever the case was, it, it just it didn't translate well on the field. Just keep working at it and do better. I can't run fast for shit. I just think it's embarrassing because you you rep us and and you know you dropped the ball because you just got yeah you got happy and that's cool but you know that comes with it, you know what I mean it sucks because I don't know what happened it just looked bad it looked real bad so Jay Z and Beyonce did a spread for Tiffany with a never before seen Basquiat now this to me is it's hip hop. But I have two problems with this, and I'm going to get my my beefs out the way, and then we can slide off and really talk about what's going on with this and why people are upset, because they've definitely ruffled feathers with this. So my beef is, I don't understand how art works. That shit look like scribble scrabbles, and there's so much value to it that it, it doesn't compute in my brain. And that's fine. I understand that everything isn't for everyone, and I understand that values are different in people's eyes like i was explaining the other day like to a kid you can give a kid a hundred dollars or a popsicle they'll take the popsicle before they take the hundred dollars so it's just it is what it is so you got to know your audience right logan paul is going to spend a million dollars on an nft and jay-z and beyonce spent 30 million on a never before seen basquiat or somebody spent x amount of millions on a never before seen basquiat now Whoever puts the value on these things, to me, it never made any sense. Let me be honest. It looks like shit. Most paintings that I see look like shit. Some guy put a banana on a wall. There's like splatters. All these fucking people that do the little spinny paper thing. I'm just being honest. Just being honest. It ain't for me. It looks horrible. It's it's honest, horrid. It looks like it's not even trying. To me, it's, it's, it's trash. That's me. Don't get mad at me. Just know that I'm not going to be buying that bullshit when you sell it for $9.30. Like, I would rather go get a graffiti artist to make me a one-of-one one canvas and then say that that value is at $10 million. Who's going to tell me it ain't? Like, Banksy was able to do it. You could do that with anybody. Like, Jay-Z has the power that he could swing that pendulum and turn somebody from a, a small artist into a giant artist, like, overnight. It, it, it really is that simple because... This value comes from what? Oh, his strokes were dope or his shit spoke to me. Well, so what? I'd rather a graffiti artist speak to me. There's a dude that I watch all the time, Simone. He is, yo, dude's German, gets down. I mean, he, he probably has like the most colorful palette. I mean, for, for me, because there's mad graffiti artists, but his palette is dope. And there's another dude that I follow too. Bro, these guys are amazing. I would rather pay them X amount of dollars and then get that shit evaluated or minted and NFT it because you see, this is when I, this is why I like NFT because this is when you can use it. I would rather have a graffiti artist make a piece. Fuck digital. Make me something I could touch. The digital, we could do two a hard and an NFT digital, right? And then tag them together. The NFT follows its blockchain, will know wherever it goes, and will always make money off of it. And if I get that graffiti artist to make that piece and we evaluate it at $10 million or we say we want $10 million, that's the value. Why can't we do that and why don't hip-hop artists do that? That's the most irritating shit when it comes to hip-hop artists that make it at this grand scale. They never start shit new. They follow all the trends. Like, who gives a fuck about Basquiat? Who's the next hip-hop artist? Like, graffiti's beautiful. Why isn't that a million-dollar piece? Like, that's crazy to me. So, 
people are upset that Jay-Z and Beyonce even presented this with Tiffany as a spread. Um, they're making fun of Jay-Z, saying that he was trying to dress like Basquiat, and they honestly think that it's just disrespect to Basquiat, and everybody that loves Basquiat has uh, a deep affinity with him, and because this is a one-of-one one that no one's ever seen, and this is the first time it was unveiled, they're a little upset. And rightfully so. I mean, I guess if you're a fan, you'd feel that way, like... I'm assuming Logan Paul would be upset if the owners of Pokemon go, hey, man, we have a one of one that we wanted to show you, but we actually gave it to somebody else. And he's like, what the fuck, man? Like, you know what I'm saying? Shit like that. Now, <coughs> why? Why do we play that game? Why don't we start our own game? Right. I guess that's my real problem. We fall into their what their norms are. When do we create our own? And that's the problem. We'll always be behind if we're trying to play their game. You know who they is. Just being honest. We should make graffiti artists famous. We should make hood artists famous. We should change lives and not keep on perpetuating multimillionaires. Sorry, it just it doesn't make sense when we come from hip hop. But that's just my little liberal thing for right now. Who knows? Maybe tomorrow I'll tell you to buy that shit and just rob the cold crush. I'm going to go play video games with my friends my name is Kasabian. Live in the moment. Don't live in the past. Be safe. Stay dangerous. Lavo loves you. One.